it's weird. I used to wear the badge of having bad sex with pride. Like I was quite happy that I was bad at sex because those people would remember me. <laughs> yeah. Kia ora koutou and welcome to Horny on Main. This is a place for the horny of heart, mind, loins, or just not even that horny at all. This is a place for everyone. I'm Melody Thomas. And I'm Elena Bates. We've got an awesome question today and we're super excited to get into it. For those who have just arrived, Elena and I have been confidants when it comes to sex, relationships, love for a long time now. Probably our other friends have uh, were kind of like, oh gosh, so over it. And then we found each other and we got to A. Yeah, we do tend to turn any conversation into like a deep dive of the human sexual subject. So it um, felt very natural for us to turn it to the public's questions and conundrums. Yeah. And on that note, we do start each session with a question, which is like a how you feeling vibe check with a horny twist. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling today? Are you feeling horny? Juicy. How's life. it going? Yeah, yeah. I feel I feel really good. I think um, coming out of winter, I just finally start to feel my soul coming to life again, and I'm feeling that feeling. I I don't necessarily like get depressed in winter, mm. or not that I know. But then when it gets to spring, I look back and go, oh ho ho, like that was <laughs> that was a dark time, oh, you know. Oh, like oh. when you feel your soul go like. Ah. Yeah. And the other day I walked past a flower shop and there were some early chair daffodils and, you know, you just, I just love that change period. Yeah. Masariki is really the only thing that gets me through winter. And other than that, I could write it off. Um, I'm a, I'm a summer gal. So how are you feeling? You're horny, juicy today. Yeah, I'm feeling pretty horny. I recently turned 25. Um, thank you. <laughs> stop. Everyone stop. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I know time is arbitrary, but whatever, whatever, we're in a loop and whatever, we're in a, time's yeah. not real. I do not want to be 24 anymore. 24 was not for me, it was shit. Mm. So, yeah, I'm just enjoying this, you know, slightly not real land, landmark and I'm running with it and I'm kind of like, not psycho horny, but like, I will only have sex with you if you add joy to my life horny. Ugh. That's, I think that's a good thing to aim for. And yeah. very on trend, actually, for today's question. Yeah. So we have invited comedian and host of Love, Rock Bottom and Other Triumphs, an excellent podcast from Audible, which tells the story of her teen elopement to the UK, Angela Dravid. Hi, Angela. Hello. How are you? <laughs> We're good. How are you? Are you uh, feeling... Horny, juicy for life today? Um, yeah, a little bit. Uh, probably like a seven out of ten. <laughs> I'd say that's even more than a little bit. I feel like that's quite okay, high. Maybe a six. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'll turn that down a bit. Are you in your bed? I'm in bed, yeah. <laughs> I love that for you. Yeah, you're either horny or depressed if you're in bed. <laughs> <laughs> or both, you know, like... Yeah, we're <laughs> six out of ten. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. We'll just get straight into today's question. So um, today's question, as always, comes from a Horny or Main listener, um, and it is, casual sex seems really fun, um, but when I do it, it kind of sucks. Is it me, or is it only good in theory? Before. I want you to start, if you don't mind, Angela, like, what were your initial responses to this question? Were you like, oh, yeah, I feel you, or were you like... Oh, yeah, it absolutely sucks, but sometimes it's really great. 
Um, but all those feelings are valid. Like it sucks. It's great. Um, it's meh. It's it's everything from one to ten. Mm. Um, I feel like maybe seventy percent of my hookups have been average. <laughs> mm. Um, I feel like sometimes but, when you have lots of average in a row, it gets like worse than average because you're like, oh, you're right because it's like, oh, always this is average. always average. Yeah. What makes the difference between like, let's just say average and like quite great? Like how you feel about yourself on the day really impacts how you perform sexually with someone because it's a really personal and vulnerable thing to just strip your clothes and get into bed with someone. Um, so sometimes if I'm having a really bad day or I don't feel good about myself, that affects how sex is going to be for me. Um, or if the person I'm with is really um, makes me feel good about myself and makes me feel comfortable, then that makes that elevates the experience as well. Um, bad, bad encounters are things where the the person says, you know, oh, you kind of need to leave. Like, there's better ways to approach things when you've just um, like bared your whole soul and asshole. You know, like it's it, there's better ways to deal with that awkward moment than um, get out of my bed. Um, yeah, I feel like there's polite like, ways to do that to segue. Yeah. One of the first thoughts I had, like considering this question, was that I think and order to have good casual sex especially in like what our n- n- cultural norms and communication norms are in Aotearoa requires a bit more communication and attention to the person than I guess most people would consider casual like a casual hookup you think you don't really have to get to know them that much you don't really have to talk to them that much like for me if you want to have good casual sex when you're with them in that moment, you're still actually putting quite a lot of effort in and really getting to know them, even if it is for a transitory experience. So I think yeah. that's kind of a bit of a, yeah, like where people slip up as well. It's like what they think casual means is like really low effort, where I think like you can have really good casual sex, but it doesn't mean that there's no effort or no um, connecting with the person. Yeah. Yeah, and I think people think that casual sex means that um, – like no strings attached means that uh, it's depersonalized. You can't ha- um, like share anything emotional. You can't talk about things. Like you have to contain yourself because you can get hurt or whatever walls people put up. But you can have really good casual sex and also have a good conversation with someone. It doesn't have to be um, I'm going into someone's room and that's it. We're just having sex and that's the agreement that we leave. It can be that, but it can also be like just two people getting together who are on the right wavelength and hooking up. Well, I just feel like sometimes, like, especially like, I'm sure it's different culture to culture, like what I was talking about, like if you show that sort of interest, people will think, oh, you want more than casual when really you should you know, I mean, obviously communicate, be clear what you want, but just because you show that interest or that affection in those moments, it does not mean you're like signing up, like you're asking them to marry you. Yeah. And I feel like that is somewhat more of an issue. I'm, I'm totally wrong. I'm sure it happens to all sorts of people, but I, I just kept imagining, especially in opposite sex, like straight encounters as a fe- as a female person or female presenting person, the moment you're like showing that you're like keen on someone... A, a dude or a sister straight dude it's like whoa like tone it down like we're not, we're not getting married yeah stop being obsessed with me stop being <laughs> obsessed with me oh and i've so i've 
only confessed one crush to a girl before and afterwards we were almost closer like it did not get in the way at all and I was like this is how it should be like this is a bonding experience but yeah I feel like that whole like we need to work towards a way of having like respectful like I was gonna say loving but like you know really like into each other casual sex that then we leave each other at the end of the day and that's fine but we've treated each other like really well while we're together Exactly, and I think that's the thing, is, like, when maybe, like, straight men receive that behaviour, like, because maybe they're, in their relationships and their friendships, like, they don't show, like, a caring consideration like that. Like, they'd reserve that for the missus, the girlfriend. And so when you're doing it to them, they're like, whoa. And I'm like, chill (laughs) the fuck out. I'd do this for anyone on the street. Like, you're really reading into this. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's weird stuff like um I think I offered um a hookup like tea or coffee and he was like, Oh no, I was going too fast and it's like just chill. I I'm not gonna give a hand job to every single guy who comes into the house and I'm like, Do you want tea or coffee? I'm not giving, you know, like it's hospitality. That's so <laughs> Literally funny. basic hospitality. You're just raised right and suddenly they think you're proposing. Yeah. <laughs> Like, oh, no, I'm just here for sex. Okay, yeah, I get it. I'm just... You might be thirsty. (laughs) Yeah, and I imagine it flips the other way as well, where, like, as a dude, you if you've been given all this weird messaging around gender stuff, then you don't maybe don't want to be, like, too nice in case you send the wrong message. But, like, this is a message to the straight dudes engaging in casual sex with women. Like, you can be nice. Be straight up at the beginning. This is casual. That's cool. You can still be, like, so nice. And that's, yes. that's, like, a pretty good way to be if you want to get naked with someone. They're not going to want to marry you. <laughs> I, I've, I've only been with um, cis men. I've um, never hooked up with um, another gender. Um, but I feel like all the men I've been with have, um, most of them have been selfish, which makes me change my attitude towards sex and that, if I'm going to hook up, I'm going to do it selfishly for myself, which kind of you end up having this kind of mutual masturbation relationship with each other where the other person doesn't count anymore. They're just a meat meat stick. And yeah, you're just a, and that's not great either, unless you want that. But I sorry, you're just a what? What was the analogy for meat stick? I must hear it from your brain. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Like, they become a meat stick and I become, like, a meat hole. It's just... Oh, God, okay, fat check. I didn't want to hear that after all. Not just joking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. You just right. turn into body parts. You just turn into body parts and that that's not great either. Well, that yeah, that's what I was wondering, like, for this person who's asked the question, like, when they say, oh, I don't think, it, like, it's not working for me, like, I don't enjoy it, like we were kind of thinking like what well, could mm. just mean like from the mechanics point of view but also maybe this person is someone who if there isn't emotion with sex they don't like the sex and if you find it hard to like emotionally connect over like from just a two-hour conversation and you've met them once then yeah maybe casual sex like isn't for them which is totally fine and like there are some people where yeah like maybe someone's body or the way they dress or the way they walk, like that's enough to get their arousal like going and they will enjoy having sex with them. But like, that's not like, for me, I'm really into someone's like humor. Mm. (laughs) End of sentence. Like you have to be funny. (laughs) And um, so like, I'm in this middle ground where like, yeah, like someone can make me laugh, think they're smart, think they're charming. I can have sex with them, but like not from just 
looking at them and not talking to them, you know? It's like everyone has those things that get their arousal going that means they can have enjoyable sex. And yeah, if it's not something you can get at the surface level, it might it might not be for you. Mm. All, all these people could be terrible at sex with you and they may need your guidance to help you enjoy it. Um, like, I think some people are open to that as well. Like in, in casual relationships, they might be open to pleasing you. Um, lots of people get off to that. Like, and if this person's not going to try and satisfy you, then you kind of have to figure out how to satisfy yourself either with them or by leaving and satisfying <laughs> yourself by not having unsatisfying sex with someone. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I think I was 28 when I found out that I could just say no as well. Oh, but, it takes so long, doesn't it? Yeah. It took me yeah. It took me too long And as even well. when you know, it doesn't mean you always, in that moment, remember to say it. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Or do it or leave the, or... The problem with casual sex too is like you, you can't, you have a conversation with someone on Tinder, things can easily escalate. You can get into sexting, um, sending sexy pictures, whatever. And then this person will say, oh, this is great. I want to meet you. Let's meet. And then you suddenly feel stuck in a situation where I've sexted this person. I've said that I'm really keen, but now I am i don't really want to. Mm. And you end up having uncomfortable sex because you're not really okay with it. And um, that can also be part of it. If you're not okay with meeting someone or doing something, they're... There's no deadline for when you're supposed to say no. You can say it at any time. Just because you said yes online doesn't mean you can say no. You can't say no. Yeah. It's a better way of saying that. But I was 28 when I figured that out. <laughs> I just would have hoped that we would be like largely past the point where it's easier to just go through with the sex than have the uncomfortable conversation. But like, I remember no, that. It's just yeah. easier. Like, Let's just do this. I know how to do this. Let's just get this done. And then we can like, yeah. you know. One time someone I didn't have sex with I then let them stay at my house and then I made them breakfast <sighs> all because I was oh. like it's like it was it was horrific it's how taking the hospital I let it go <laughs> yeah it, it goes too far and I, I think as well I think women do it um more than men I think there's this sort of thing you have to be like you have to have a I guarantee men are not tidying their house when I go over to have a hookup there it's it's always me cleaning my room washing the sheets, making sure it's, like, nice and presentable. But I feel like it's a bit unequal. It's when you're cleaning their house that you know it's gone too far, eh? <laughs> but I yeah. think you're right. I think it's just all that socialisation around, like, um, you know, us not wanting to hurt people's feelings as much and make sure we consider everyone around us and that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. all the gendered stuff is so entrenched when it comes to our sexual scripts. Yeah, it might be, like, people's attitudes to sex as well I think we are getting more open-minded um with women being able to own their sexuality and um sleep with multiple partners mm. yeah but on that note as well one thing that I think um comes to mind a lot with the sex positivity movement and like us being we're now pretty good at being like women are horny and women can have multiple sexual partners and being you know not worrying about slut shaming as much that kind of thing like embracing that but I do feel like without some of the more nuanced conversations we have ended up with a situation where female sexual empowerment just looks like being up for it all the time um, yeah saying yes when actually for most 
people who are socialized women, the hardest thing to do is say no, which is yeah. what we've been saying. Or say maybe, or say like, yeah. oh, maybe in a minute. Or So I feel like for this person, you know, I, I know you wanted to make it clear and we want to make it clear as well that casual sex can be amazing, definitely mm. no dissing on that, can be all you want for the rest of your life and that's totally fine. But it's also like if this person is just one of those people, as you said, where casual sex just isn't really for them, then that's totally cool too. That's yeah. like very valid might not be mm. your jam mm. yeah i agree and i think um just like i had a thought of what we were talking about before in terms of being able to say no and all these sorts of things casual sex can also be like obviously we're talking within the bounds of like safe and consensual not necessarily good but like you know yeah i'm talking about you know both parties have said yes to what is going on it can be a real like training field for your ability to be assertive and it can be like obviously it's like that's kind of like the olympics like you could start just it's a high stakes yeah training you could yeah. start by just like if your order's wrong actually saying something or if someone says your name wrong actually correcting them you know stuff like that which and then build up towards then like yeah advocating for yourself in the bedroom and i think it's okay if it's not for you at all, but it's also okay yeah. if you think it is for you, but you're still trying to work out what, how you can make it work for you and what good casual sex can be and for you specifically. Yeah. So I've, I've had casual sex from about like age 25 to maybe two years ago. I'm 36 now. So a long time. And I think um, part of good casual sex is also talking to my friends about, casual encounters to figure out what's right and what's not right like my friends care about my welfare and if they feel like something's not right then it kind of teaches me what my boundaries should be yeah because if you're someone who says yes all the time it's really hard to know what you're supposed to say no to yeah like for yourself talking about it is a really good way to figure out what good boundaries are for yourself like if it's when you feel uncomfortable your friends are going to know this and say I don't think you should be with this person unless they make you feel comfortable yeah yeah I think that's a good point because I think sometimes like maybe this person has all their friends talk about and that's why they're like should I be enjoying this too but I think like for me like in terms of my like own sexual learning having those really like, it's not because it's funny or it's not because you're bragging. It's just because you're outwardly processing mm. an experience with your friends. And I think, especially if you're still figuring out what you enjoy about casual sex and what you might not, yeah, sometimes it's really hard to tease it apart if you're in your own head. I have had really good casual sex too, though. Like, there was one person who was just super kind and didn't push sex and we just talked a lot and... I think he just um, said, I think you're hot. Like, can I kiss you? And I thought it was the hottest thing someone could do was say that they were attracted to me and ask permission to go further. And so hot. Um, and then, like, we kept seeing each other and it just felt really comfortable. And um, you can find that as well in casual sex. People who are really respectful, um, really attentive. And take your affection not as wanting to get further into a relationship but see it as a sign of respect for them as well like there are those people around yeah they're like people who when I think back on my encounters I feel like the best ones were the people who approached this thing we were heading into together as like a gift and not an entitlement Mm. 
you know yeah. like this is a real cool fun hot thing that we get to do together like awesome like you know thank you yeah like, both of us like, yeah thanks. <laughs> I think also like a curiosity about who you are specifically and that like like so I'm not a I'm not just a meat hole in that situation you are actually having sex with specifically me you know yeah. I'm sorry to use it again I just... no I don't I think we've got we've got there now <laughs> But, you know, those sorts of, oh like, like it sounded reductive. like that person that you had, like, a great time with is because, yeah, like, you can make it, spe- like, the two specific personalities, bodies, life experiences mm. that come together when, I shouldn't just say two, because, you know, maybe more, yeah. um, that can come together, like, no other configuration like that will exist. So when it comes to this person and, like, this isn't really working, we've we've covered off, like, could be that it's not for you could be that there's these things you could try I guess I was just wondering if like I've known a situation where um a friend of mine hooked up with someone they had terrible sex and then another friend this is so very Wellington hooked up with that same person and had amazing sex and I was like whoa that's happened to it's me. the combo of the people not like this person's great at fucking so there's also something there eh? like it's so much about the chemistry of the people involved mm. you're not like if you're feeling like I just am bad at sex especially in a casual situation like you might just be being with the wrong people it's weird I used to wear the badge of having bad sex with pride like I was quite happy that I was bad at sex because it just I don't know I felt really good about it like because those people would remember me <laughs> yeah so, unforgettable you're so right is it like there's no such thing as bad publicity kind of deal yeah it was like I mean at least those people like that was terrible and and at least I live in their memory for a little bit longer than if I was average so there's nothing wrong with being bad at sex as well as long as you are trying to get better not purposefully <laughs> unless it's part of your you know your kink or something then that's fine yeah. <laughs> yeah, true do you have an anecdote to share where you are either like just so amazing at sex or else so terrible either that you'd like to share i mean you want you don't want to be the best at sex like then otherwise it's just never gonna peak you know like you want it to keep peaking yeah i think right. about that sometimes sometimes i go way too hard at the start of seeing someone like i put I'm like all the cards on the table, all all like you know. No, the but moves. then that becomes the expectation. No yeah. way. Exactly, yeah. I know, but I get carried away. I'm excited. I like. Yeah. I like having sex. Yeah. <laughs> I go through. I'm not sure if it's the same for for you, but I also go through phases where I I think I'm just not attracted to people anymore, and I just have a bit of a lull, and I sometimes try to kickstart myself by hooking up with someone but I'm just not fully into it and this person could be experiencing that too like yeah sex is great but when you fall out of like just I don't know yeah sometimes you're not extra horny all the time and um you know creative juices and also body juices run dry so you're just a little bit out of juice and why am I saying juice all the time (laughs) (laughs) so is there anything as we're wrapping up Angela that um if we come back to the question you know casual casual sex sounds amazing in theory when I do it I suck what am I missing out is there anything else that you wanted to just finish by saying or didn't get to say to a question asker you don't suck whoever you are you don't suck because um there are two people or more than two people in this situation you can't take the sole responsibility of that yeah it's not all your fault um, it's it's also other people's responsibility as well that you're feeling like this. So you don't suck. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's a, it's that's a conversation. A perfect yeah. way to end it. You definitely don't suck. Thank you so much, Angela. That was oh, uh, no absolutely delightful. I'm so glad we got you on. 
I mean, have fun in that bed today. <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I will. You feel like you've lifted from like six slash seven up to, I mean, to us, you're like glowing and I feel like a, like eight slash nine, but. Yeah. Oh, thanks. <laughs> She's amazing. That was so good. Yeah, I love her. I honestly would have talked to her for hours. Yeah, I know. Same. We'll bring wise woman. Mm. So, so have you got a sex I do. fact? I do. Okay, so we this usually was... do finish every episode with a sex fact of either history or just something weird, wonderful. Yeah. And today it is your turn to bring a sex fact that I as yet do not know. So please yes. share. I can't wait. Yes, so um, mine is a furniture-based uh, sex fact today. Cool. So... These days, we think of, like, a love seat as, like, a cute little couch, maybe more of, like, a chaise lounge. But the love seat was originally invented for King Edward VII for him to use at his favourite French brothel. And it was specifically designed for the rather large monarch to be able to have sex with multiple women at once. How does that work? Um, yeah, interesting. I still haven't quite got... The logistics of how it works. Yeah, yeah, I mean, if there's like an upright and then an underneath and a... But it's not that comfortable compared to comfortable. a love seat that I'd see these days. Yeah, yeah, but technological advancements, they wouldn't have had sex wings and things back then, so... That's true. So, um, there you go. If if anyone mentions they've bought a new love seat, you can be like, that's if, not If you're at your parents' <laughs> house and you see a bit of weird furniture, you now know what's happening there. What's happening there with their, with your parents? <laughs> Thank you so much for sending in your questions. Today's question was so good. If you have a question and would like to share it with us, you can email us at hornyonmainpod at gmail.com. Hornyonmainpod at gmail.com. And uh, we will get into it as soon as we can. I'm Melody Thomas. I'm Elena Bates. See you next time.